All right, we're going. All right, guys, thanks so much for stopping by. I've got my friend Caden Jara on a call here. Um, so Caden, just to start it off, just kind of as an intro, tell the people a little bit about you, a little bit about what you do, how old you are, because um, looking into what you do and how old you are, I noticed how young you were and uh, and how impressive it is um, to be where you are at your age. So I'm going to kind of hand over the floor to you. Dude, heck yeah. I appreciate you having me on too. Um... But yeah, I'm 21 years old. I'm from Peoria, Arizona. If you guys know where that is, it's like 30 minutes outside of Phoenix. Um, you know, I do something called high ticket sales, which is essentially where you are a salesperson for somebody with a high ticket product that's delivered digitally. So that can be a program, a course, a mastermind, a service. You know, I know you run an agency and stuff like that. So, you know, you can close for people like you as well. Um, it's awesome, man. I've been doing it for four years now. I'm 21 years old. So, been doing this since I was 17 and I, I love it, bro. Awesome. Sweet. So as a 21 year old, are, are you in college right now or did you go to college or what's that, what's that story like? Yeah. So I went to college first two years. Uh, I went to Arizona state and I would be a senior this year, but I left after my sophomore year, partially because, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go anymore, but also because like, I just unfortunately didn't take things too seriously uh looking back on it i wish it would have finished just because it, it would have been cool to to get the degree you know but um i i didn't take it seriously i just went all in on this so i left about a year and a half two years ago cool yeah i mean well yeah i don't i don't blame you um i i actually graduated this past may and i'll tell you i started like i was telling you before the call but i started my agency back in january and as i'm scaling yeah. it up i'm in like these accounting classes and i'm sitting there and i'm just like what am i what am I doing here? But like the second semester was totally like, I've come this far, might as well finish it out. But uh, I totally yeah. get it. Have you got any, Arizona State's a party school, man. Have you got any uh, crazy, crazy college stories or anything like that? Dude, I wasn't a, I wasn't a huge partier. Like I went out with my friends occasionally and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't do a lot of like the, the frat scene and stuff like that. So um, kept it, kept it pretty low key, man. Honestly, nice. props to you for graduating too, bro. That's a, I mean, I don't care what anybody says. Graduating college is a very difficult thing to do. So Definitely. props to you, man. That's yeah. huge. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. It was, like I said, it was it was tough, but I think uh, it, it was a lot of the pressure induced by the parents too. <laughs> it's like, go to college. Because sure. they never went. So it's like, you go, you go, you finish it. Um, sure. When you made the decision to drop out of college, what was that like? Was that scary? You know, was there kind of, the, kind of a parental pressure to finish college or what was that like? Yeah, so leading up to it, man, I wanted to so bad. Like the entire time that I was in college, I wanted to so bad. Um, I just, I had an income goal that I wanted to hit multiple times in a row before I could like comfortably do that. So leading up to it, man, I was so ready, but then you do it. And then all of a sudden, all your friends are going to classes the next semester and stuff like that. You're not like making your schedule or anything like that. You, I still lived like near campus, so you could see everybody walking to class and stuff like <laughs> that. So once it sets in after you do it, or once it set in after I did it, I was kind of scared. I'm not going to lie. I was like, whoa, okay. You know, this is uh, yeah. kind of like sink or swim time. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely agree. I think it's, it takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot. Of, I know a lot of people that think about it and will think about it for years. And then before they know it, they're like, all right, well, I, I, I wasted the past two years of my life when I could have been chasing yeah. something that I wanted. But um, that's super cool, man. You know, props to you for, for taking that leap. And it seems like it's worked out, worked out pretty well. So I think you answered my next question earlier, but how long have you been in high ticket sales? And can you kind of talk to me a little bit about wh what the process of starting was like and uh, just kind of your first glimpse of, yeah, this is what I'm, I'm supposed to be doing. 
Yeah, dude. So I, I say I've, I've been doing it for four years. It's really been like three years and like 10 months. So we're approaching four years. Four years just sounds a little cooler. Um, <laughs> but basically, dude, I started when I guess the backtrack to, you know, to the start. Um, I was like 16, 17 when I found the whole online business thing. And of course, I found dropshipping. I feel like that's how everybody kind of finds a space. <laughs> um, I went to high yeah. school with like a huge dropshipper, like a guy that pretty much everybody knows, Sebastian Georgiou. I went oh, to high wow. school with him, dude. Cool. Yeah, I used to I used to work at this pizza restaurant and you know, he pulled up in a GTR like six months after he graduated, <laughs> which is like a hundred thousand dollar car. And I was like, dude, what is he doing? So um, you know, I researched him, found his YouTube channel, went down the whole dropshipping rabbit hole, but I had zero dollars, like legit. I did not have a dollar to spare for uh for dropshipping just because I was I was bad with my money at the time. You know, paychecks went to food and clothes and stuff like that. So I had to get in the service-based industry instead where, you know, it's basically free to start up. You just go offer your services to companies and they pay you for them. So, um, dude, I, I was trying to reach out to people offering those services for like six months before I ever even got a nibble on the bait. It was awful. I was telling people I would run their Facebook ads, write their emails, be their personal assistant. Dude, it was, <laughs> it was bad. Like looking back at it, it's so embarrassing. Um, and then one day, it's February, I think it was like February 5th, um, 2019, I had somebody reach out and he was like, Hey bro, I don't need any of those, but like, do you do sales? And dude, I was so desperate. I was like, absolutely. I do sales. <laughs> and so he called me right then and there and basically just closed himself on me. And so we got started and that's essentially what kickstarted. And then we en ended up, you know, doing about $1.5 million together in the span of about 18 months. Wow. So wow. It was really that's cool. crazy. Yeah. That that's pretty sick. Um, especially for, <laughs> something that it's like yeah you, you do sales and you're like yeah but you, you definitely had no background in that sounds like but that that's pretty cool that it worked out like that um yeah right around where you are right now and in, in the stage of life that you're at now you, you've had that couple of years right to build yourself up if you're comfortable yeah. talking about it what you know can you can you speak a little bit about how much you've made in that time span or what a month-to-month -month basis looks like for you right now in the current state that you're in dude absolutely so right now i'm selling part-time but I'm in a fortunate position enough to where I do have a lot of experience. So, you know, companies, when they reach out to me, they're okay with me just wanting to work part-time at the moment. I'm building some mm -hmm. other things on the side. So, you know, I kind of see it as like in the next year, I might transition out of closing fully or just keep it at a part-time level. Um, this month, or I guess last month, November, we're on December 1st now, had about a $22,000 a month in commissions. Wow. So that's nice. like net income, no expenses, nothing like that. It was, it was a great month and I'm very, very grateful. Um, to have done that. But again, like I, I don't want anybody watching this to think that that's like regular, irregular. Um, that has just happened because I've worked so hard on the skill for the past few years and I've sold a lot of volume now to where companies allow me to work part-time for them. Um, and it's actually a unique situation too. I have two companies that I'm currently closing for, but they're both on a part-time basis. They're both like one to two sales calls a day that I take. So I average anywhere from two to four sales calls a day and then I make anywhere from 700 to $750 a sale that I'm able to make. And I close at a pretty solid rate for both of those companies. So it's just, it's an awesome situation right now, but it's not necessarily regular. Usually you do like full-time work in this space or close to it, you know? Definitely. Yeah, that's, congrats, first of all, huge month. That's awesome. Um, Thank you, man. You talked a little bit about some things that you're building on the side. Are you comfortable sharing kind of like a glimpse into that or is it is this under wraps? Yeah, dude, no, it's it's totally fine. Uh, my partner Trey, actually, I took him on as a, a consulting student, like way back in like July of 2021. 
Um, I didn't normally do that. Like, I, I don't like being the guy that, like, makes his money from coaching primarily, you know? That's always kind of mm-hmm. twisted me mm-hmm. the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but, dude, this guy was just, like, so adamant. He was like, dude, just, like, let's hop on a call. Let me just tell you about myself. Let's just see if it's a good fit. If you have the time, I would. I, I can pay you whatever you need. So, hopped on a call and, <laughs> and you know, what do you know? He, he ended up coming on. So, he paid me a little chunk of change to teach him just what I know <clears throat> and crushed it. You know, part of it was me, but a lot of it was him. He's just like, he's genuinely like one of the best people I know. Like he's my freaking brother and he works so hard, dude. Harder than anybody I've really ever met. It's insane. So he found success very, very quickly. And dude, he like what I made this month, he has made like quadruple that in a month before. Like that's how insane he has taken off. It's ridiculous. Um, and he, he has his pay stubs to prove it. So if anybody wants to say that that's not like the case, he, he has proven it many, many times. Um, but he kills it, man. So him and I, we have essentially partnered and we created a community that helps people who are like wanting to get into sales, but don't want to necessarily go spend thousands on like a program yet. They kind of just want to like dip a toe in, see if it's for them. Uh, we've created like a very cheap community for them to be able to do that. So that's kind of what we're building now. And that's really fun, you know, to be able to like teach what I know, um, that's been super super fun so it's it's not making tons of money yet or anything like that but it's it's a fun thing to be building on the side for sure definitely yeah that's super cool i think like you said coaching as a um as like a main source of income can kind of kind of be seen in a in a weird light i I definitely agree i run a consulting business on the side for people to watch my videos like you know shameless plug (laughs) but i do those little little one hour calls and just talk about social media marketing you know like some some good strategies that i'm using um and email marketing paid ads social media and things like that but it is definitely fun to see the growth in other people based off the knowledge that you're giving them right the the info that you've learned because it kind of in a way is like yeah i worked i worked so hard to share this knowledge. I I read a tweet one time that was like, you get rich by providing a service and making a lot of money doing that. You get richer and richer emotionally and like morally when you teach people how to do what you just did. And like that, that's so true because, you know, essentially what are are we here for if we're not telling other people how they can get out of whatever situation they're in and get to where they need to be financially in life. So, so that's pretty cool. Dude, hundred percent, man. Yeah. yeah, I one thing that I have a hard time with is I'm not. Um, I, I've been I've been in a fortunate enough position to like see the rise and the downfall of a lot of people in our online space because they just did mm-hmm. things completely unethically. So I always told myself like if I'm ever gonna drop something of my own, I want to make sure like it is one of the best, if not the best, things in the entire market. So I always held back. I was always like you know gun shy because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be so good. So I I hit a point where I was just like, you know what? I feel like I'm there. Like, I'm not like Jordan Belfort level yet. Do you know what I mean? But <laughs> You're right. um, I feel like I, I do well enough now and I close at a high enough rate. And I've been doing this for long enough to where like I can confidently bring people into the space and show them exactly how to succeed. So it was, it was a long time coming for sure, but I was mm-hmm. very hesitant on it. Cause again, like I, I used to take a lot of pride in like a hundred percent of my income coming from closing. Now it's like 90 so Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, awesome i think that's the way to go i mean you'll see that the companies and businesses started from a moral standpoint of trying to make money will nine times out of ten fail and the ones that are just trying to do good in the world are the ones that prevail so i think i think that's super cool that you're building that how many active members do you have at the moment 
Yeah, we have about 173, I think, nice. at the moment. I guess, excluding me and my partner, uh, 171. Mm-hmm. And is that um, run through Discord, or how does that community kind of work? Discord, exactly. Mm-hmm. Discord, and then there's like, we have it sectioned off to where there's like different chats, and then there's also videos to watch too, mm-hmm. um, such as like my sales call process, how I handle every single sales call that I'm on. Um, you know, there's a outreach section where they can learn how to go out and land their own sales opportunities. Um, it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. It's definitely nice. not rocket science. Like it's, it's pretty simple stuff, but it helps people get into it and then follow like a process they can be confident in, you know? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think that's, that's super, super valuable. If you guys are interested, check him out for sure. But what is, if you were to talk to somebody without giving, you know, too much of a glimpse into what you're charging people and what you're what your essentially program is built around, what would you give on a basis level for someone that's trying to get into high ticket closing in 2022, you know, obviously coming into 2023, what's something if you could share just, you know, from your experience, um, you would tell somebody right now starting to get into it. Yeah, dude, you don't even need like courses really, you know, like I, I got into it without a course. I was, I mean, given it took a lot longer for me to find like really, really good success. I had to learn just through a lot of mistakes. I have a very embarrassing story on a sales call about, I used a Wolf of Wall Street quote on a sales call and the prospect, <laughs> or the prospect called me out for it, dude. So I had like embarrassing <laughs> things like that, but I was self-taught technically. So you don't really need programs. Um, if you're super mm-hmm. good at like just going ham and finding all the information you can, doing all the Google searches and like putting everything together. Um, so yeah, you really don't even need it. Like, and if you can't afford a program like that, just, I mean, honestly, you can go skim through YouTube. There's people like, Jeremy Miner out there, Jordan Belford out there. Um, there's tons of good sales guys that you can go watch. Uh, Alex Hormozzi is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just watch those guys, you know, and then you can reach out to people on Instagram that you find have these high ticket products or you think that do. Um, now my group, what it kind of goes over is people who have a hard time putting over or putting together that information. So, you know, we just help them. We help them get right to the point. We teach them how we do our sales process, how we take sales calls, how we, you know, get process or prospects to say yes at the end of the call. And we also show them how to go find influencers and a lot of them to go sell for mm-hmm. or companies to sell for too. So yeah, I guess to sum it all up and avoid the long tangent, they don't need a program like mine, honestly, but if they, if they want some more efficiency, then, you know, I would definitely recommend they join something like it, whether that's mine or somebody else's to help them out a little bit. Yeah. I think you alone are a good testimony to your program, right? You're 21 years old. You get a $22,000 month last month. You know, there, there's no reason why people shouldn't be taking your advice. I think that's a hundred percent reasonable. My yeah. next question is when, when you dropped out of college and you decided I'm going to do closing full-time for right now, um, what are some traits that you would say have aided you in your entrepreneurial slash freelancer journey that a lot of, that you think stand out? Cause I think that one that stands out for a lot of successful people is consistency. Um, many people in all kind of aspects of business, right? But especially when starting your own business, if they yeah. go hard for a month and don't see results, they quit. Nine times out of 10 people quit. The ones that stick around like you that have, you know, did it for six months essentially with no clients uh, to see where you are now, it's shown that consistency is key. Um, but what is a good trait that you have that you would say sticks out from, you know, a lot of people that try to get into the space? Dude, 100%. So I, this is going to sound so cliche too, but it's like, it's two things, consistency and discipline. Um, mm-hmm. And not like, 
you know navy seal mode discipline but just like the <laughs> discipline to like wake up every day and regardless of how you feel like do what you need to do um i was very fortunate like i i was in a situation when i first got started with this where like i needed to make this work it was either like make this work go and pay my way through school so i can like go to tempe asu and like be with all my friends and like kind of get out of where i was from um i mm-hmm. lived in an awesome place but like i kind of just wanted to get out there get out of there is a little secluded um so it was either where like i need to figure out a way where i can do that and i can like move somewhere else and like grow as an individual or i'm gonna have to continue working the job i was working at the time and like you know go to maybe like a local community college or not go to school at all and just like you know hope something falls in my lap so i kind of had my back up against the wall from the start and um you know i built that consistency and that discipline when getting into this before I ever made money. So it's cool because I did it for six months while making $0. So as soon as I started making money, it was just easy. I woke up every day and instead of being like, okay, I need to find an opportunity to make money. I need to find an opportunity to make money. Instead, it was like, I have the opportunity to make money. I could mm-hmm. literally just go take sales calls today. I could go book myself sales calls and take those sales calls and make like a few hundred to maybe a thousand bucks that day. And that was just like, dude, that was the coolest feeling of all time. So I guess what I'm trying to say is I built that consistency before I ever made money. So when Mm -hmm. I made money, it became really, really easy to stick with it. Yeah. I like what you said about having your back up against the wall. Um, I think that a lot of people don't really know what they're capable of until success is quite literally the only option you have. Um, And to, to, like piggyback of what you were saying when I, when I was telling you earlier, when I quit my job after doing a month and a half, you know, I was doing at the time 1500, 2000 a month, like not, not much at all, but yeah. also I put myself in a situation where it was like, I have to make more or I don't live right. Like I, I have to do this. Yeah. And obviously I'm not saying 15 to 2000 is non-livable, but if you're trying to live a happy, sustainable life, like, that's not going to cut it. And that 15 to 2000 is not guaranteed the next month. You know what I mean? So it's like, sure. Then from that, you know, July point to where I am now, it's just skyrocketed because you have no choice. Either you don't eat (laughs) or you sign clients and there's no in between. Um, Dude, I'm kind of lazy too. Like, I don't know if you can relate to this maybe, but like, Mm -hmm. are you like, I'm kind of lazy, bro. Like I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. Like I'm, I haven't always been just like this super disciplined guy. Like I had a lazy side to me. Mm-hmm. So in order, I can't like have one foot in, one foot out. I either need to burn the boats and go all in on something, or it's not going to happen at all. Are you like the same way? Like, are you? Do you kind of have that Absolutely. side to you? Or? Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, there there's still a side to it, right? I mean, it's like once you are are where a point where you're like, oh man, I'm finally financially, you know, independent. I feel I feel good. Then it's like, you know, if I run my own business and I do stuff for clients, and I need, I know that they need this by five o'clock, dude. Some days I'll sleep in till ten that's just how it is. You know what I mean? It's like that side of you is always going to be there. But like you touched on earlier, staying disciplined and waking up when you don't want to and getting stuff done because you need to is absolutely key. But man, laziness is, you know, I think everybody's got it. And I don't think that it's healthy right now in the space of entrepreneur entrepreneurship where they're like, get up at four o'clock, eat healthy, work out an hour a day and, and don't go to bed till midnight. And it's like, it's not realistic, man. Like do, do what's best for you. Uh, figure out a system. One thing that I preach, you know, is like figure out what works. And I have for me, like I said, I wake up at 10 a.m. But regardless, I know that that work is going to be done by five, that 
I can go work out. I can hang out with yeah. friends. I can see my girlfriend. You know, there's other things where like a lot of people would frown upon that. I think that it's all based on who you are and what your tendencies are. So I, I like I like that bringing up laziness. Like I think that it shouldn't be you know normalized per se, but I think that people should not feel as bad as they do about themselves for like the lack of work that they're doing because regardless if you take a small te- small step every single day towards achieving your goals like th- that's a win in my book you know some people yeah. can get there faster than others so don't compare yourself and um it's always going to be there but 100 percent laziness is there for me dude laziness has always been there um yeah. so yeah i i uh you know i'll talk a little bit about how i found you um I, i've mentioned before we got on the call trying to build my my personal brand a little bit um, obviously making these YouTube videos and, and a huge part of that is Twitter, trying to get into a, a good, um, you know, Twitter strategy and just growing organically. But I ran across you uh, and I, honestly, I was just following people that big people followed. And uh, I saw that you were on that list um, and your account immediately intrigued me. I see your content all the time. Um, but one of the things I wanted to ask you was, can you talk a little bit about how you've built your personal brand to where it is now on Twitter. I know you, you mentioned that it's only on Twitter right now, um, but kind of, you know, talk a little bit about your engagement on there, how you've built a following and, uh, and some strategies that you've, you've gotten to get there. Dude, a hundred percent. I, uh, I guess I just take like kind of a unique approach to it. You know, like I, I tweet what's on my mind. Like I, I just, I don't, I'm not the guy who like schedules a bunch of tweets mm. and writes a bunch of threads and you know is trying to like plug my course all the time like i dude i just tweet like honest stuff man like i don't even have all like my my content isn't even all about sales you know Mm -hmm. like i just believe in being a good person dude like in doing great things like outside (laughs) of the workspace too so like i'll tweet stuff like that as well um and i think people resonate with that you know there's Mm -hmm. like so many of these like kind of scary gurus who are super like alpha male and just like dudes that are just not enjoyable to be around you know and I, i've never like that's not me naturally like i'm, a, I'm mm-hmm. a pretty like cool like i feel like i'm a pretty cool dude i'm pretty nice like right. I'm pretty, i like being kind to people i like making mm-hmm. people feel good about themselves so um i guess my content is just not like you know a lot of other people where they're kind of like cutthroat and, and rude um you know sometimes i do post some like i guess more arrogant tweets like hey you know i closed mm-hmm. a deal today and made 750 dollars in, in an hour you know and that obviously gets engagement and stuff like that but i think it's also mm-hmm. just being personal or personable and just showing people that like i'm human um and kind of showing them too that like you can be a good person but also like pursue a journey of like building wealth and uh and making more money so i think that might be the reason but who knows definitely i like, yeah, that's unique. Um, I think that more and more people, like you said, resonate with that kind of stuff, especially now where there's such a community of, like you, like you said, cutthroat entrepreneurs that, you know, will post that kind of, I made $750. What have you done today? Every single day, yeah. like three times a day. And, um, yeah. I, you know, I think it stems from how they, how they were grown up. Right. I mean, like I, I, I'm a huge advocate for like the people are the way that they are based off how they were raised and the the sad matter of wealth is that a lot of wealthy people were were you know born into a place of you know poverty and so they're like if you can you know if i went through this and you have no excuse kind of thing but i think yeah. well, while that might be you know there is truth to that there's definitely truth to that i think that being more personable and building wealth from a nice you know nice guy standpoint is in, in my opinion more desirable um, 
you know, there's a lot of people out there that I think that I think, you know, associate wealth with, I have to be arrogant. I have to be a douche. Like I have to be all these things. It's yeah. just simply not the case. And I think Caden, that me and you have that in, in common where I try to preach like, this is, you can be a normal, nice person and go into a gas station and say, Hey, my friend, how you doing? And then go back in your, you know, Lamborghini. So, you know, like, yeah. there's different, there's different, um, viewpoints on it, but I think that that definitely needs to be more normalized. So I'm glad that we're 100%. talking about it. Um, and I think that that strategy that you're using on Twitter is going to continue to blow up and I wish you all the success in 2023, but that kind of goes Thank into you. my next point of what is your plan, you know, for, you know, personal growing your personal brand in 2023. Is that something that you're prioritizing? Are you going to, you know, switch to different platforms? Um, I think that kind of aids to the, the side business that you're growing as well, but what's your plan for growing, you know, the Caden jar brand in 2023? Yeah. Great question, man. So as of right now, Definitely gonna hit Instagram and TikTok a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. I've mainly done Twitter for the past like four years. Um, definitely gonna diversify just because like TikTok, you can go viral so quickly. And uh, you know, I, I have a really, really good friend that's in our space and he's like one of the coolest guys I know. And dude, he's just blown up on TikTok. <laughs> and uh, you know, it's cool because obviously he's like making money and stuff like that from it. But mm-hmm. you know, he's also helping a lot of people because more people are seeing his content. He's like a very legit business figure in this space. Yeah. So they're following his content and getting results from it. So um, definitely gonna hit those two. I don't have like a specific follower goal. I think if you like optimize by followers, like you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. Um, I'm, I'm just optimizing by like being me, dude. You know, if being me on Twitter like continues to grow, then so be it. And if it you know if i hit a plateau or start losing followers so be it too i didn't want those followers in the first place so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it up there but one thing that i do regret is i've been doing this for almost four years now and i haven't shared a lot of like my physical strategies i've shared some of them Mm. but you know you'll probably see me on youtube as well um you know showing people how to break into remote sales or high ticket sales, how to, you know, operate on a sales call, how to handle objections, like more valuable things too, just to help people with free stuff. Um, Cause again, like I, you know, I don't, I don't need people to buy the group that I have. They can join if they want to, Absolutely. but I still want to be mm-hmm. known as a valuable person um, outside of that too. So definitely growing on TikTok and Instagram, going to dip into YouTube as well. And then I'll just keep being me on Twitter, man. And we'll see where that goes. That's super cool. I, I think that, First of all, best of luck and everything. I, I think that the being you strategy is becoming more and more popular. Um, you know, as vlogging is starting to make a, a, a comeback on the YouTube space, people want yeah. to see a glimpse into, you know, what does Caden Jara do on a day to day? And so I think that that's going to be extremely popular, especially if you're adding the kind of value that I know you will. Um, so my last question for you, Caden, is what is your goal for 2023 in terms of what you want to make what's what's you know december 31st comes this is the mark that you want to hit what do you got so i i haven't figured out my goal setting system yet i'm Mm -hmm. so in between like setting realistic goals so you have like a good shot at hitting it and then you get that reward and also like setting goals so high to where like worst case if you don't hit it but you're close like you're you're set Right, like shoot right. for the moon, land right. at the stars kind of thing. So we're going to try the shoot for the moon and land at the stars kind of thing in 2023. I want to make half a million dollars. Now, Let's I don't do know. Yeah. Who knows if that happens? I'm legit going to have my foot on the gas pedal in all areas to be able to do so. Um, you know, I'm very fortunate to where one of the part-time gigs that I'm actually selling for right now is going to be ramping me up into full-time. 
And with nice. that, you know, I'll be helping manage a team and stuff like that. And there's going to be different like revenue share models there. Mm-hmm. So, dude, I think with closing, closing can be a huge bulk of that if I just play my cards right. So I'll keep you guys updated on that front. Uh, I've never made that in a year before. That would literally be ridiculous. I'm going to have to work very hard for it. So we'll see. Again, that's like my shooting for the moon right there. And, and hopefully we land amongst the stars, worst case. But um, half a million dollars this year. I would love to do that. Uh, I want to buy a house. I'm tired of living like the apartment life. I want to just get like a cool <laughs> house. Here. I want to have a, a backyard for my dog, man. Um, I want to buy a house. Maybe get a cool car too. We'll see. Yeah. I got some, some yeah, other people yourself. I want to hook up before I got. I get myself a nice whip. So we'll see. Definitely nice. just hitting that, that half a million a year buying a house and you know maybe hooking some people up too. And cool. if I do all that, getting myself something too. Cool. Awesome. Well, Caden, it has been an absolute pleasure talking with you, my man. Um, everybody that's watching, Caden's Twitter is in the description below, as well as a link to his uh, side business that he's running for high ticket, high ticket sales. So thanks so much for stopping by, man. It has been an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, see you in the next one. Thank you so much, man.